Hello and welcome back to Dr. J's Peaceful Meditation. I'm Dr. J. Moreland. Today's talk is about step five on the path of the peaceful warrior, the spiritual warrior, the bodhisattva. Today's talk is about why you should give up harmful companions. Today's meditation will be giving and taking, or tonglen. I would like to take a moment to thank our listeners from around the world. We are being heard in 60 countries and territories and 540 cities. Every week, I single out a different location to greet. Today, I would like to say hello to San Diego, California. Thanks for listening, San Diego. You are the reason I'm doing this podcast. You are the reason I will keep doing it to the best of my ability. I sincerely thank you. Friends and companions can have such a powerful influence on us. We can be at our best around these companions, and we can also be at our worst around these companions. It is a little bit like when we spoke about places and about how some places can influence us to think good thoughts and do good deeds, and some places can encourage the opposite. Friends and companions are even more powerful than places. Indeed, a place is only a place, but our thinking is far more influenced by who we are around. As a physician, I counsel people frequently about all kinds of health behaviors, like smoking, drugs, alcohol, and diet. For each one of these behaviors, who the patient is hanging out with has a big influence on whether the patient will be successful in managing changes. If someone wants to stop smoking, having a spouse who is a smoker who does not want to stop is really a bad condition to begin with, a lot harder to stop. All efforts by the patient will most certainly be doomed in this circumstance. The same goes for alcohol or drugs. If the person lives with others who have a poor diet, drinks lots of sodas and eats unhealthy food, It is really hard for that patient to change their behavior on their own. Changing behavior in that environment is like swimming upstream against a very strong current. It is still doable, but it just makes changing even more difficult than it already is. The same difficulty arises with how we think. If we are around someone who is verbally abusive or who causes us to think negatively about ourselves, You can imagine how hard it will be to be happy under those conditions. But if we live with someone who lifts us up and helps us think kind and compassionate thoughts, life can be much more pleasant. It is critical for our happiness, therefore, to do whatever we can to be around others who bring out the best in us. There's an old Chinese saying, if you are close to red ink, you will eventually turn red. If you are close to black ink, you will eventually turn black. There is a lot of truth in that saying. If we hang around with hateful and angry people, that will influence us to be the same. If we're around happy and kind people, we will also be inclined to behave the same way. I'm not saying that you should abandon people, but I do want you to protect yourself. Remember, Your thinking, your 
positive thinking must be cared for first before you can help other people. If you can hang around people who have the potential to have a harmful influence on you, you must first be strong in your own positive thinking before you can withstand the onslaught of negativity from others. If you can be around people who have negative thinking and can avoid being influenced by those people, by all means, then try to influence those people to have more positive and good thoughts. But sometimes, such harmful companions can only be tolerated briefly before they start to bring your thinking into negative territory. That would be the time to go someplace else or to be with others who are more positive. You must always return to a safe environment and strive to be around good people on a more regular basis in order to recharge your batteries and be around negative people. Besides being around happy, kind, and loving people is really much more pleasant, isn't it? Life is too short. Make sure that your companions influence you to be the best person you can be. And here is the quote of the day from Louise Penny. He'd seen it in others, the consequences of failing to choose companions wisely. One slightly immoral person was a problem. Two together was a catastrophe. All it took was a fateful meeting. A person who told you your meanest desires, your basest thoughts, weren't so bad. In fact, he shared them. Then the unthinkable was thought and planned for and put into action. Meditation. Today's meditation will be giving and taking, or tonglen. Find a comfortable meditation seat and sit in the seven-point posture. Start with the thought. May this meditation practice benefit myself and all beings. Allow your mind to settle slowly into peaceful awareness. Sit relaxed with your hands on your knees or in your lap, with your back straight and your neck and head straight, chin tucked slightly down, tongue to the roof of the mouth. Start to notice how it feels on your seat how your breathing feels. What does the environment feel and sound and look like? The first part of the meditation will be self-compassion. After that, we will work on compassion for all beings. I would like for you to visualize the most compassionate image that you can create. You can pick a deity or image or person that is most inspirational to you. If you know what the Buddha of compassion looks like, you can use that. If you want to visualize the Virgin of Guadalupe, you can do that. You could pick Jesus, the Pope, Dalai Lama, etc. If you want to just imagine the most compassionate person that you have heard of or that you know, then you can visualize that person. 
Place that image at arm's length from you and above you in life-size form. Imagine the quality of compassion radiating from that deity or person and showering down upon you golden rays of compassion that bless you and bring you great peace and eliminate any and all negativity and suffering that you may be experiencing. Now imagine that within each in-breath, you are pulling in all of the blessings and rays of compassion from the deity. Imagine with every out-breath that all suffering and negativity is leaving your body in the form of soot or dirt and exiting down and out through the soles of your feet. On the in-breath, as you feel these blessings coming into you, you can imagine your body is gradually losing all suffering and negativity. All that negativity has now left your body. Now your body is clear and luminous and certainly more compassionate and loving because all of that negativity and suffering is gone. Now take that image that you've created above you and dissolve it inward into its heart center, then dissolve that in through the crown of your head. Dissolve all of those qualities down into your heart center. Imagine that all of the qualities of compassion have been dissolved into your body and mind and heart, and now you have full manifestation of the compassionate quality in your body, speech, and mind. Now imagine that you can radiate out to all beings all compassion and loving qualities. Now let's start working on compassion for all beings. Now that you've made yourself strong, compassionate, luminous, and clear, you will share these qualities with others and eliminate their suffering in the process. Now your breath will work in the reverse way. With each out-breath, you will radiate your compassion and will be eliminating all suffering for others. With each in-breath, you will be breathing in the soot of other beings' suffering and negativity. But magically in your heart center, this soot and smoke becomes purified and is converted into more 
compassionate and clear energy that you can radiate out again. With each outbreath, as you radiate out these compassionate qualities, you can imagine that your loved ones are right in front of you and they are receiving the blessings of this compassion. With each in-breath, imagine they too are having all suffering and negative qualities come flowing out like smoke and that you breathe in and convert their suffering into peace and happiness. Expand your awareness to include other beings around your loved ones so that they too can now receive this compassion. Expand to imagine your friends, your posse, your co-workers, and they too are receiving the blessings of your compassionate radiation. Expand those blessings out to those who you have difficulty with. They too are receiving these compassionate blessings from your heart center. Expand to those who you are indifferent to and they are receiving the blessings in equal measure. Imagine now that these rays are going out in all directions to all beings and to all corners of the universe. As your compassion reaches each being, they in turn begin to glow with radiant and luminous light of compassion that also radiates out in all directions, filling all space, reaching all beings and giving these compassionate and loving blessings.
Now I recommend that you say to yourself, through this practice, may all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. This completes today's teaching. Have an excellent day. Check out our Facebook page and give us a like. Rate the podcast and leave a comment of how we can make this better for you. Send us an email at peacefulmeditation at yahoo.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. All suggestions are appreciated. The content of this podcast should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical or psychological questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are only that of Dr. J. Moreland and do not represent that of my places of work. I would like to thank my co-author and editor, Haitang Moreland, MBA, my Spanish editor, Dr. Diami Liriano, and music and audio director, John Moreland. You are amazing. I would also like to thank Community Health Centers Incorporated in Utah and to thebuddhapath.org. I'm Dr. J. Moreland, and you've been listening to the podcast called Dr. J's Peaceful Meditation. Love and blessings to you all.